Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. God is still on the throne, and prayer changes things. Today, we discover how to live fearlessly for Christ with Ray Comfort. With only a few days left in 2023, the time for your year-end gift is right now. All gifts given to Southwest Radio Ministries are income tax deductible, and they are needed to keep the clear message that God is still on the throne and prayer changes things on the airwaves. If you're able, please give today. Your gift can be given through our website, swrc.com. That's swrc.com. It can also be given by way of phone. Call us at 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Friends, thank you for your prayers and financial support. Now, here's our host, Dr. Larry Spargimino, with today's special guest, Ray Comfort. Our guest is Ray Comfort. He is an experienced apologist and popular speaker. He has had many witnessing encounters with college students, college professors, and many others. He is well known for asking probing questions and fielding hard questions raised by skeptics. We're going to talk about his new book, So Many Lines, So Few Daniels. Thanks, Ray, for being on the show. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Well, Ray, what is the story behind the title, So Many Lions, So Few Daniels? Well, it was inspired by atheists. A year and a half ago, I saw on the Internet a T-shirt called So Many Christians, So Few Lions. And I thought, boy, <laughs> that's about as culturally sensitive as, as so many Jews and so few Nazi ovens, so many blacks and so few lynching ropes. Mm. And I, I was angry. I thought, what a horrible thing to say. So many Christians, so few lions. I wrote that book out of a, an indignation. I thought, man, I, I really want to see Christians raised up and be as bold as a lion. And I was inspired by Daniel. So that's what this book is about, teaching Christians they need not be intimidated by atheists. An atheist is not an intelligent person, not according to the Bible. An atheist is a fool. And the reason for this is an atheist believes the scientific impossibility that nothing created everything. Mm. Not that there was nothing in the beginning, but nothing was the creative force that gave us flowers and birds and trees and puppies and kittens and seasons and fruits and male and female and all the species, the marvel of the human eye, the miracle of human birth. Right. All that was created by nothing. What sort of insanity is that? So atheism is intellectual suicide. I mean, you meet an atheist, don't feel intimidated, just realize the Bible's right when it says he's a fool. Don't address his intellect as straight for his conscience as Jesus did when he witnessed. So we have the example in Scripture of Jesus witnessing to people, and we should follow his example because it certainly is effective. Right, right. Well, there are many roaring lions that try to terrify us and tell us to be silent about our faith. What are some of the lions that Christians face in our modern world, and what can we say to them? How can we deal with the problem? like scary things for Christians nowadays that we need not be fearful of. There's the whole issue of homosexuality, there's the issue of abortion. When I became a Christian, I suddenly became pro-life instantly mm, right. and pro-marriage between a man and a woman. And the reason for that was the power of the gospel. I was made a brand new creature overnight. And so as Christians, we've got to realize that Jesus didn't say go into all the world 
and try and convince them that your way is better than theirs. Mm. The Bible is the word of God. He didn't say that. He said, preach the gospel to every creature. Why? Because the gospel is the power of God under salvation. In other words, it's the gospel that God uses to take someone out of darkness into light, out of death into life. And if you want a personal miracle, if you're a skeptic, all you've got to do is obey the gospel. And God will transform you in an instant, overnight, into a brand new person. Scripture says, being born again, you'll have a new heart and new desires. And by that I mean, instead of drinking iniquity like water, you'll begin to thirst for righteousness. You'll love whatever God loves. And that is a personal miracle that God gives you. After 50 years, over 50 years of being a Christian, I am still in awe standing with my mouth like a rope tunnel <laughs> at what God did with me overnight, made me a brand new person. And as I said, that's the personal miracle for the skeptic. Amen. Well, in Matthew one seventeen, we read that Jesus will save his people from their sins. It is, of course, through the law that we have the knowledge of sin. Now, how do you witness to people today about their need for salvation from sin when most people don't even have the slightest idea of what sin really is. I mean, everything is fluid, whatever they want it to be. I think I'm a boy. I think I'm a girl. So how do you convince them, show them that they are accountable for breaking an eternal moral law? wonderful thing is that God has taken his law, written in stone for humanity. It's not going anywhere. It's, it's eternal. It's written in stone. But he's also written on the heart of every human being. So when you meet someone who is pro-abortion or pro-homosexuality, etc., as I said, don't go for the intellect. Go for that conscience, that impartial judge on the courtroom in the mind that's going to agree with the commandments. Romans 8 verse 7 says the carnal mind, that is what we're dealing with, is in a state of hostility. It's at enmity with the law of God, and it says it's not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. In other words... The thing that causes contention between man and God to a point where sinners will use God's holy name as a cuss word, the contention is his moral government. Mm. It is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. They don't want God telling them what to do morally. For example, I can meet an atheist, and I'll say to him, Hey, Tom, can you be real honest with me? Because he says, I'm an atheist, I don't believe in God, there's no, there's no evidence of God's existence. Mm. So can you be honest with me? You'll say... Yeah, I said, I mean, really honest. He said, yeah, sure. So, so this issue isn't really about God's existence. It's really about you having sex with your gorgeous girlfriend and looking at pornography, and you know God frowns upon it, mm. and that's why you deny his existence. And you see his mouth turn up at the edges. <laughs> I say, I'm right, aren't I? And he'll say, yeah, you're right. And he's just like Adam, running from God, hiding behind the bushes. He's like the prodigal son who went to a far country because he wanted to spend his substance on riotous living and prostitutes according to his older brother. And so he knew he couldn't do it right under the nose of his father, so he went to a far country. So atheism is a far country. It's as far away as they can get from God. But when you use the conscience, when you address the conscience, as Jesus did, it bears witness. When you say it's wrong to steal, isn't it? They'll say, yeah, I know that. It's wrong to lie and blaspheme. It's wrong to commit adultery. It's wrong to murder. The head will nod unconsciously because the work of the law is written upon the heart. In fact, in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 8 through 10, we're told the law was made for sinners, and then it lists the sinners and says it was made for homosexuals. Mm. So when you meet a homosexual, you don't need to get into an argument with them over his lifestyle or gay marriage. Just go for his conscience. Say, do you think you're a good person? He'll say, yeah, I'm a good person. How many lies have you told? Have you ever stolen something? Have you used God's name in vain? 
ever looked with lust. And as you go through those commandments, they suddenly see they're a sinner and you haven't even got anywhere near the sexual orientation. In fact, I don't want to even go there. You don't have to because the law was made for homosexuals. You can show him he's a, you can show him he's a sinner in desperate need of God's mercy, on his way to hell, needs a savior without even going there. And that's the key to biblical evangelism without undue offense. Right. Well, sharing the gospel with others is certainly a major duty and responsibility for each Christian today. And yet, so many Christians are complacent. How can we eliminate this complacency? As a matter of fact, what is at the root of the complacency? It could be the person's a false conversion, has no love. If you see a child mm. drown and you don't reach out to save them, you've got a cold heart indeed. In fact, you're violating civil law called depraved indifference if you don't help someone when you can save them from death. And it seems that much of the church is guilty of the crime of depraved indifference. They're saying, we're all going to hell, I'm just going to worship God and enjoy Christian music. The other thought, too, is that the priority in the pulpit will be the priority in the pew. If you go to a church where the emphasis is on prophecy, the whole church will be in prophecy. The emphasis is on worship, the whole church will be in the worship. And I say, don't these pastors ever read the book of Acts? The only reason the church existed was to warn every man and they present every man perfect. Every corner they turn, they're in danger of their lives. Why? Because they proclaim the gospel that Jesus commanded them to proclaim. And so I'd love to see pastors become sons of thunder and thunder from the pulpit, the commandments, and put lightning right in the face of the congregation so they begin to fear God. And when you fear God, you obey Him. Paul said, Wherefore, knowing the terror of the Lord, mm. we persuade men. If God's an old guy with a beard and your mind and he's reaching out wearing a pink nighty to playing touch fingers with Adam, you won't obey him. He won't give you any commandments because that's an idol in your mind. When you read what God is like in Scripture, God is to be obeyed. And when he says preach the gospel to every creature, you'll just run to it because you love him and you fear him. You want to do that which is right. What about those today who feel that there are certain aspects of the Christian faith that turns people off, like an eternal hell, like judgment, like the wrath of God? Certainly, we are to be faithful to what God has revealed. How do you deal with that issue, even among Christians today? I found Christians who say, well, we, we've got to minimize this doctrine. We don't want to talk about that. It's too controversial. How do you respond to that? If you water down the medicine, it may not be bitter and it's going to lose its curative properties. <laughs> There's a reason we're told the Holy Spirit convicts of sin, righteousness, and judgment. And what we need to do is be like Paul, who made Felix tremble. Or we should give everybody their own personal earthquake, as the Philippian jailer was mm. given. Because they won't flee from wrath to come unless mm. they believe there's wrath to come. And how will they hear without a preacher? So every time I share the gospel, I am absolutely aware, in the sight of God speak we in Christ. God is watching me. He's listening. Am I a true and faithful witness? Am I going to drop doctrines like hell and righteousness and sin and judgment? And then you've got to drop the name of Jesus because the world's offended at that. Mm. Then you can't preach the offense of the cross because they're offended at that. So you've watered down the message. That's lost its cure to properties. It'll do nothing but fill the church with false converts, and the church is like the world because of that fact. At the end of each chapter in your book, you tell stories about the various witnessing experiences you've had. What are some of the most memorable <laughs> experiences that you find hard to, to forget? Share those with our listening audience. At the end of each chapter, I dropped in the cream of our YouTube channels, Witnessing, 
It's just past 246 million views, the Living Waters YouTube channel, right. where people can actually see atheists getting witness to and that. Well, I took the cream, put him in the book, and one of them stands out in the mind is a guy called Mario. I was on my electric bike with my dog, and the dog wears sunglasses, I wear sunglasses, and he's the best bait I've ever had when I go fishing for men, because if you've got a dog wearing sunglasses, you're a friend of strangers immediately. <laughs> Went past this young guy, he's about 20 years old, very nice looking guy. Name was Mario. I said, you want to go on YouTube? He said, sure. And he was very arrogant at first. And suddenly, as we went through the commandments, I see a tear form on his, in his eye and roll down his cheek. And I freaked out. I thought, what's going on? And then he started weeping over his own sins. He said, I've sinned against God. And, and I prayed with him. It was absolutely wonderful. And it's, it showed me that I mustn't be prejudiced because I thought, I don't even want to stop for this guy. He's just sort of arrogant in that. We're prejudiced. We, we sum everything up with our eyes when, when God looks on the heart. So now when I see someone that doesn't look like a prospective to come on camera, I take no notice and I just go for them. And some of the, the sweetest, sweetest witnessing encounters I've ever had are those with people who look a bit boring to begin mm. with. And yet there's gems in the heart. Mm. Wow. One of your chapters is titled, Daniel, the Risk Taker. How did Daniel take risks for God, and how can we model this risk-taking for Jesus today in our own lives? Yeah, every time you open your mouth for the gospel, when you go up to a stranger and say, how you doing, you're taking a risk. He could reject <laughs> you. And I've, mm. one of the greatest tools I have is this one question. I ask strangers, do you think there's an afterlife? I haven't mentioned God, Jesus, the Bible, heaven, hell, sin, righteousness, and judgment. All the things that make them and us feel a little uncomfortable, I just ask the question, do you think there's an afterlife? And he might say, oh, I don't know. His I don't know has just dissipated my fears. He's not the Antichrist. He hasn't stabbed me to death. He's a normal human being who thinks about the issues of life and death. So we must be bold like Daniel. When he was told, if you pray, they're going to toss you into a lion's den. Flung open his windows and prayed where people could see him praying because he didn't care what men thought, he cared what God thought. And that's the attitude you and I should have. And if we have that attitude, it'll help us to deal with our fears. We'll be like a firefighter who shows up a fire. He doesn't say, this is too scary. I have to climb a ladder and rescue a woman and her two children. I'm going home. He doesn't say that. Mm. He ignores his fears because he's not thinking of himself. He's thinking of that woman and the fate of her children. So Mm. that's what drives you and I to reach out to the lost, compassion. The Bible says, others compassion, have compassion, making a difference, pulling them from the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. You talk about finding the courage to share the love of God, even when facing the lines of this world. Where does the courage come from? Is it our daily walk with the Lord? Is it looking at the example of Jesus, the fact that his love was so great, he died on the cross? Is that where we can get our courage? Yes, absolutely. That's what comes from that. When I became a Christian, I cannot express to you how grateful I was that God Mm. took me out of death and gave me life. And for the last 52 years, I've had this explosion of a high-octane fuel called gratitude that motivates me to reach the lost. So when you're seeing your own sin and seeing the cross and the love of God, you will say to the disciples, I cannot but speak that which I've Mm. seen and heard. Well, thank you, Ray, for being with us. We always enjoy listening to Ray Comfort. You do a great job. God bless you, brother. Thank you so much. Well, friends, you will want your own copy of the book, So Many Lions, So Few, Daniels. Our toll-free number is 1-800-652-1144. Just ask for Ray Comfort's new book, So Many Lions, So Few, Daniel. 
Today we're excited to feature Ray Comfort's book entitled, So Many Lions, So Few Daniels. Like Daniel in Babylon, Christians today are exiles in a hostile culture. Every day we face the lions, the easier road of moral compromise, the lure of earthly wealth and influence, the temptation to give in to our fears or our apathy. Yet, we're called to obey God rather than man, and we need courage to do it. Award-winning apologist Ray Comfort wants to help you develop the fortitude to look into the mouths of the lions without flinching, trusting that God not only will bring you to the other side of the trial, but is refining you through it. This encouraging and practical book draws on inspiring stories from Scripture to help you identify the lions you face and build a strategy for combating them, recognizing that nothing catches God off guard and reminding you that by His power, you have victory over the darkness. For any believer who sometimes feels beaten down, burned out, or ready to give in, this book offers a spiritual shot in the arm. Order your copy of So Many Lions, So Few Daniels today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. So Many Lions, So Few Daniels by Ray Comfort. 1-800-652-1144. Now, here is staff evangelist Josh Davis. Our Gleanings 2023 continues until this Sunday, December 31st, and the biblical concept of gleanings was God's way of providing work and food for His people in the Mosaic Law. And so God instructed landowners to leave a portion of their fields unharvested so that those that were in need could harvest food for their families. And it was through gleanings that God met the needs of people and also protected them against greed. You see, greed uses people to hoard stuff, but generosity uses stuff to help people. So in application of this biblical truth, Southwest Radio Ministries just simply asks you to consider what extra harvest God might want you to share with our ministry so that we can continue to reach people with God's transformational truth. We certainly don't want to take away from your family. We don't want to take away from your local church, but we humbly ask you to prayerfully consider giving an extra gift to Southwest Radio Ministries as this year quickly comes to an end. You know, God has sustained and blessed SWRC in our 90th year of ministry. We're so grateful to God. We're so grateful to those of you who have faithfully obeyed what God has impressed upon your hearts to give. I'd like to just briefly highlight some of the wonderful ways God used your partnership with us in ministry to people in 2023. This year, we celebrated our 90th year of continually broadcasting God's Word. We could never do this on our own, and because of faithful friends like you, we can stay on the air and continue this crucial ministry. Not only did we stay on the air, we expanded our reach to new outlets. Watchmen on the Wall can now be heard on about 700 radio signals across America. We added new ways of listening this year, including through OnePlace.com and SermonAudio.com. So these new platforms have helped us reach more people with God's truth. In 2023, we also witnessed the creation of several new resources from SWRC. There were new books, new video projects. All these and much, much more was created and launched by our team. Thanks to a generous gift left to SWRC and a supporter's estate, We were able to travel to Israel 
with a team of good Christian professional film crew, and we filmed several high-quality Bible teaching projects while we were there. We're praying that God would provide the funds fully needed to launch each of these television-quality Bible teaching series. Would you join us in prayer to that end? One of the new resources that SWRC launched in 2023 was the Timely Tools Catalog. So if you're on our mailing list, you receive that Timely Tools resource catalog in your mailbox for free every single month. It highlights special resources that we have available through Southwest Radio Ministries, and it provides a broadcast schedule for this Watchman on the Wall radio program. If you're not already on our mailing list, we encourage you to call us today to sign up. Our phone number is 1-800-652-1144, 1-800-652-1144. Not only did SWRC celebrate 90 years of ministry in 2023, we also marked the 30th anniversary of the Prophetic Observer Newsletter, and we are always blessed to hear from friends across America who tell us how these articles are informing, equipping, and encouraging them amid the perilous times that we face. And just like with the Timely Tools, a prophetic observer is mailed out freely each month. If you'd like to get on that mailing list again, give us a call, 1-800-652-1144. Another highlight from this year, 2023, includes celebrating the one-year anniversary of having the Prophecy in the News magazine back in print. We thank God that this monthly magazine is helping a growing number of subscribers stay informed on biblical truths and current events. It's a very great resource. If you'd like to check it out or subscribe, you can visit prophecyinthenews.com, prophecyinthenews.com. So this is just a sampling of blessings from God to SWRC in 2023. Some of the other blessings include the ability to upgrade some of our print equipment, the continual growth of our Pakistan prison and prayer outreach ministries, and the expansion of the Marginal Mysteries branch of SWRC. And you know, each of these victories reflects our core values to glorify God by knowing Him and making Him known. You see, ministry is about people, not production. Yes, our ministry team labors tremendously hard to produce and distribute the very best biblical content possible, but if we're not glorifying God, if we're not ministering to people, friends, it's in vain. I've been discussing the blessings of God upon SWRC in 2023. Why have I done that? I just think it's important to stop and remember the blessings of God. Remember the answers to prayer that we have seen through Southwest Radio Ministry during the year 2023. I'm excited for what 2024 will hold for this ministry. I'm excited to see how God will open up these new avenues of ministry And I'm excited to see how God will answer prayer. You know, we have some special outreach ministries of Southwest Radio Ministries, and we want you to connect with those and partner with us in these special outreaches that literally go around the world. Speaking of prayer, we have a prayer ministry where literally every single day we get phone calls, we get emails, we get snail mail people who are sending in their prayer requests, people who want someone to pray for them, to pray for a loved one, to pray with them about the special prayer burden that we have. And by the way, if you have a prayer need, you can email prayer at swrc.com. You can call us at 1-800-652-1144. 
and there's an option that you can select for prayer. We want to continue to minister to people in this special way, and I feel like it's a great privilege for Southwest Radio Ministries not just to say God is still on the throne and prayer changes things, but to really put that into practice as we pray with you, as we pray for you and your prayer requests. So that's a ministry, a vital ministry of SWRC, and we are here to pray with you and to pray for you about those prayer needs. Another special outreach that we encourage you to partner with us in is our ministry in Pakistan, a Christian school and church that is growing and going forward with the Lord to help those that are most vulnerable, the Christian population there in Pakistan. They're under great attack from the extremist Muslims who are around that community wanting to put down the school, put down the work, destroy it if they are able in any way, shape, or form. We know that Satan has a target on the back of those who are involved in the Grace Charity School, and we praise God that they are faithfully continuing forward. We thank you for those of you who have partnered with us to support the ongoing efforts and the special projects that are needed for the Grace Charity School, the building maintenance, the construction of new facilities, improvements to the facilities, security improvements that are so vital right now. We encourage you to partner with us. We also have our prison ministry outreach that we are expanding and growing, and we're seeing God bless that ministry. And we can only do it with God's blessings first and foremost, but also when you respond with faithful obedience to what the Lord is speaking to your heart as you prayerfully consider how you could partner with us for Pakistan, for the prison outreach. And when you do so, we're able to continue to minister, continue to reach out. As we are ending this year, 2023, we have our 2024 calendars still available. And every time you purchase a calendar from us, a portion of those proceeds enable us to send a calendar to an inmate across America, free of charge, shipping included. And we have heard reports of people being saved, people growing in the Lord through receiving these calendars. It's become a great witnessing tool for Southwest Radio Ministries, and we're grateful that God is using this tool across our country to encourage people to understand who God is, how they can be saved, how they can have a relationship with Him. So we encourage you to partner with us in these special ministry outreaches, whether it be the prayer outreach, the Pakistan outreach, or the prison outreach. Thank you so much for how you are responding to what God is leading your heart to do in support of Southwest Radio Ministries and our various outreaches that we have around the world. Our daily broadcasts, videos, articles, books, and live events are all ways that we endeavor to share God's wonderful truth with the world to the very best of our abilities. I just simply ask you, would you prayerfully consider what gleanings you could give today to partner with us in ministering God's truth to people all around the world. You can give at swrc.com or by calling 1-800-652-1144. Once again, thank you for your faithful prayers and your partnership with us in ministry. To God be the glory. For any believer who sometimes feels beaten down, burned out, or ready to give in, Ray Comfort's book offers a spiritual shot in the arm. So many lions, 
So Few Daniels. Order your copy today when you call 1-800-652-1144. Tomorrow, we'll look at the Bible through archaeology and history with Lonnie Shipman, and we'll discover why the Bible is truly the king of books. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station by downloading our SWRC mobile app or by subscribing to our daily Watchman on the Wall podcast. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com.